0: Welcome to A Thousand Wides, I'm Yan. Many buildings in China, modern or classical, such as imperial palaces, gardens, tombs, etc., feature two stylized stone gardens at their main entrances. Ever wondered what they actually were? Well, look no further. I'll explain how these kings of the jungle got in front of doorways in China. Interestingly, lions have never been known to roam naturally in the wilds of China. Our very own indigenous and massive felines were tigers. So you may wonder as well, why weren't stone tigers guarding buildings in China? First, we need to know how ancient Chinese discovered the notion of lions. Historically, the natural habitat of lions spanned Africa, the Middle East and the Indian subcontinent. The Chinese probably first learned of the animals in the Han Dynasty around 2,000 years ago, when the empire expanded westwards into Central Asia. The first record of a live lion travelling to China appears in official history compiled in the 5th century. Records show that Central Asian states, via the Silk Road, transported lions to the Han capital, where they were presented to the Chinese emperor as tributary gifts. It's important to note that the word for lion in Chinese shi zi was most likely derived from Indo-European languages and shares similarities with the Etukarian word for lion cichate. And it's believed the first lions to arrive in ancient China were Asiatic lions that once roamed over most of southern and western Asia. The Chinese people quickly fell in love with these big creatures from exotic and distant western regions because they're simply awesome, magnificent and fierce. Lions were then considered among the most auspicious and powerful symbols in Chinese culture ever since. Another reason to explain this fondness for lions has something to do with the spread of Buddhism. The lion figured prominently in the religion, which originated in the Indian subcontinent. Its founder Buddha Shakyamuni was known as the Sage Lion. The Lotus Sutra depicts the Buddha and his disciples with the power of a lion's ferocity, and strolling about fiercely like the Lion King. Buddhist sermons are metaphorically referred to as the lion's roar. The lion became seen as a protector of the Dharma or Buddhist law, and many talismans are inspired by it to ward off evil. Many believe that the use of lions as guardians of tombs and temples predates the first records of actual lions arriving in China. Royal and noble families would use stone lions as tomb ornaments and symbols of status in the Han Dynasty 2000 years ago. And later, wealthy households began to decorate their property gates with a pair of stone lions carved on the gate pillars. In the Tang and Song dynasties, more than one thousand years ago. And how could I not tell you what our stone lions look like? You know, there might be a reason why in English our stone guarding lions are also known as foo dogs. Fu may also be a transliteration of Fu or fu, which could have associations with Buddhism or fortune, although there are few records of any such usage in Chinese. As for the dog part, you know, our stone guarding lions are often depicted as a mythical creature with other animals or beasts added into the mix so the results were very different from the more realistic depictions that adorned contemporaneous Greek, Parthian and Roman monuments. And that's why the stone guarding lines that you see in front of Chinese buildings always seem to have exaggerated claws, eyes and teeth with bigger than proportion, rounder heads with curly hairs. Not as lifelike as the two flanking the entrance of Elvis Presley's Graceland or the New York Public Library. Our stone guarding lines always come in pairs. And if you look closely, you notice the two lines don't look exactly the same. And here's the difference. When you face a gate, the one on the left is a lioness, and the one on the right is a male. A male and a female symbolize the balance of yin and yang. What few people may have noticed is that while male and female lines are similar in shape, there is one big difference, the things they tread on are not the same. The male line's right paw placed on an embroidered ball which symbolizes wealth and power. Under the female's left paw is a cub, symbolizing a long line of offspring which embodies people's good wishes. Over the centuries, stone guarding lines have graced the fronts of temples, tombs and palaces and office buildings in China. There are countless stone lines around the country. And the most famous ones are the two lines in front of the Forbidden City in Beijing and outside the west gate of Peking University. Hopefully, the next time you see such a pair of guardians, you'll be someone in the know. Thanks for accompanying on this episode of A Thousand Wise. I'll see you soon.